You're listening to Tricks of the Trade. Great events don't just happen, and they don't have to break the budget. Find out how right now on Tricks of the Trade with Stephanie Chavez, sponsored by The Trade Group, premier event production for exhibits that draw a crowd. Have a successful event every time. Here's your host, Stephanie Chavez. Hi, this is Stephanie from Tricks of the Trade. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, We have a new topic we haven't covered yet on install and dismantle. Uh, when it comes to your trade show and exhibit. So I have with us today Robert Lassiter, who is a traveling IND supervisor with the trade group. So thank you for joining us today, Robert. So how long have you been with the trade group? Um, I've been with the trade group for 18 years now. 18 years. Wow. And I'm sure you've seen some changes over those 18 years, huh? Very much so. Oh, awesome. So and so you're a traveling IND supervisor. Can you explain what that means? Uh, being the traveling IND supervisor, more you know, INDs for installation and dismantle. It's basically I go out with the larger exhibits that the trade group has, and oversee the operation of them on show site, making sure that they are built properly and in a timely manner. Okay, but that that was a short description for a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> so tell tell me about your award you just won. Uh, I just won the award from Exhibit City News has created the ACE Awards. Uh, the ACE Awards were designed for the naturally the IND field, which is install and dismantle. Exhibit City News uh, awarded me the Lead Traveler of the Year for, I guess, 2019. With this award, was recognized as being one of the leader, super, leading supervisors that uh, the industry has. Awesome. So, and I know um, I was there, I was present uh, when you got your award. It was really cool. Um, and so I know they mentioned how many days you were on the road the past year. How many was that? With the trade group, uh, we've had some good growth. Uh-huh. And with that growth for me has become a lot of travel. Yes. I spent, last year was 188 days of the calendar year away from home. Wow. I mean, that's more than half a year. Yes. You, that was just over six months, actually. Yes. Your wife must be very understanding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So um, we've talked before. There's actually um, an article each month in Exhibitor Magazine, and it talks about Plan B. And Plan B, uh, we we have actually several articles that have been uh, published on Plan B, but it's all about the life in IND and install and dismantle and what it takes and the planning that it takes to put together and to install a large exhibit because, you know, the show, it's going to start whether you're ready or not. So there's a lot of things that go into, um, you know, always having a backup plan. So um, your life, you've mentioned once before, is plan B, always having those uh, Correct. those moments. Tell us about the importance of having a backup plan. Well, like you saying, you know, having the backup plan, something always is going to go astray, which you know, leads to the plan B. Plan right. A, something's going to happen. Plan B, we have to be ready to react and jump and do what we need to do to make it look good for the customer without sometimes without them even knowing that we're on a plan B. Right. Um, for example, on a plan B one time, a TV monitor was left out of a shipment and we were able to coordinate with our shipping company to get this TV overnighted to the facility. And this was at the Mirage Hotel and Casino. And oddly enough, the TV was such a weird size, they couldn't ship it on a plane. Oh. So they had to actually, they hired a sprinter van guy to bring this out and drove it to Las Vegas from Dallas. Oh, wow. Overnight. Actually, it was, this was discovered in a timely manner where 
the TV kind of came through the evening and arrived in Las Vegas at about midnight or so for its delivery. Mm-hmm. And being as late as it was, the, the fun or weird part about this whole plan B was delivering at around midnight when there's no one at a show to accept any type of deliveries. Uh. So I literally unloaded this TV out of the van in front of the hotel, like in the valet area, and had to roll this case through the casino floor and try to get it back to the exhibit hall area inside the Mirage Hotel. And so you could imagine what kind of a stir that caused with a gentleman rolling a large AV case through the casino. It took security probably about five seconds of me walking through the door before every one of them, I felt like, were swarming me and (laughs) wanting to know exactly what I was doing because we live in that day and age now where they wanted to know what I was maybe even taking to my hotel room that was in such a large case. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was kind of cool. They had actually opened up the case, verified it was a TV, let me go on my way after action. But they did escort me to the exhibit hall and actually opened the front door of the hall for me so that I could put the TV by the booth space. That was nice. Parting with a home that you've loved, growing into the next phase of your life? Trust the team at Jeannie Martin Real Estate to handle the details of your situation with tender loving care. The Martin Team is your home connection, North Central Texas. M-A-R-T-E-N-Team.com. Go to martinteam.com today. So having said that, in the middle of the night thing, I'm, I assume that the middle of the night type of things happen a lot? Yes, uh, things, you know, that's, that's, like I said, that's part of the plan B is being ready to, you know, do what you got to do in those situations to make it right. You know, the customer didn't, really even know that their TV was even missing from the shipment. They hadn't even arrived to the booth space at the time. Um, So naturally it was there and in space, we actually had it on the wall mounted for the show, you know, by 9.30 in the morning. Uh, And the show actually opened at noon that day. So we had plenty of time for any other plan Bs that would have arised from that TV not Mm -hmm. working or something, but everything worked out really well. So your job essentially is to make everything seem seamless and ready to go so that the client never knew anything happened. Yes. Awesome. So basically, you should have a cape. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you feel like that, but other times, no. Um, so do you have any other stories, interesting stories that you can share with us? Yeah, I've got a couple of I've had, you know, things happen in this world. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a situation in the past when uh, we were in Los Angeles setting up for a large show, and something happened to one of our rolls of carpet, uh, it actually had been hit by a forklift pretty good and gouged with the fork. So it created like a hole. And you imagine the, it's Uh-oh. a rolled up carpet and the fork going through it created a hole every couple feet as you unwound it. And it tore up the carpet well enough that it wasn't good enough to use. Mm-hmm. And there was no way to hide it or move it piece of carpet to where like both boost structure would be on top of it. We didn't have that in our plan and couldn't even make that happen because there wasn't enough structure to actually cover those holes. So we ended up having to run out to a carpet wholesale place and buy new carpet. And, of course, getting your color to match is another issue because mm-hmm. you're going to have a different style of carpet no matter where it came from. That's not going to match exactly what your carpet was originally. Uh, so it was, it was very fortunate enough we were able to get that one piece. And it was on such a the end of the booth where we were able to put, like, some chairs and things around where – You really couldn't notice the color wasn't exactly the same, and we were able to get through all that process and still continue to build the booth while we were waiting on that piece of carpet. 
So you were able to keep everything on schedule yes. despite having no carpet and Correct. had to run out to get. Yes. And then, like, like I said, finding a wholesaler in Los Angeles uh, had a gentleman leave out in his truck, and he was gone probably about an hour and a half to two hours. Mm-hmm. And we had the carpet in place, so you, it was barely, you, you felt like it was barely a ripple in the whole thing at all. We had it corrected and fixed in a two-hour time frame. That's awesome. Because there are things that happen on the show floor that are out of your control, you know, because a lot of times things are shipping from different places, like you mentioned. So the TV in that one instance didn't make it. But other times there are things like you're working with other crews or especially like in union states where you have to use union help to to build the actual booths Um, and maybe rigging or electrical scheduling delays. You want to talk about any of those? Yeah, rigging delays happen or can happen a lot. Um, They are a part of our business and and sometimes an unfortunate part because you have to rely on them to be able to do their job correctly and in a timely manner. And that sometimes doesn't happen. Like you were saying, you were dealing with different rigging companies and different venues. Mm -hmm. The booth space that you have for one show and at one venue, you might not have any obstructions up in the air, high in the air. The next show, same booth, just a different venue, there's an air conditioning vent or water pipe or something up in the air that they're not allowed to, you know, naturally they can't hang anything off of that. So they have to create different rig points and move stuff around up in the air when they're creating their rig to actually hang your sign or your LED wall and those items. So it becomes a challenge or an opportunity. A lot of times working with those different unions and different rigging crews, we've had um, just recently in June at a, at a particular show, we were uh, rigging an LED wall, and it was a four-sided LED wall making a large square, and we had a truss rig that that was going to be mounted to. So the truss and everything getting built was done, but then they're starting to hang their pick points to hang the truss. The client, or not the client, the decorator for the show was not a normal Freeman or GES decorator. They were a little lower in their decorating realm, and they did not bring enough shackles and cabling to account for our job. They said they would, and we've had ordered all that, but then here comes a plan B. We had to wait for them to go get more equipment to actually finish their part of the deal so that we could finish or start even doing the booth. Mm-hmm. Um, that We were very fortunate with this show on site early enough, and it had enough of an install time where I was able to cancel a crew for the next morning because we knew we couldn't have a crew start on the booth space if there's still truss on the floor. It wasn't even hung yet. So we had enough time there. We moved the crew back, waited for the decorator to get their particular items and get the truss hung. And finally, they got that up about 2 p.m. the next day. And we actually set up a crew to come in at 4 p.m. that afternoon. And then we started with the actual laying of carpet and doing electrical on the floor work once that truss was out of the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have to account for those scheduling delays with other teams that you have to work in coordination with. So I think now we're um, looking to have a word from our sponsors, so we will be right back. Looking for more powerful ways to expand your reach? Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is back, better than ever. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is coming to Allen, Texas, Saturday, September 28th from 11 to 4.30 at the Hilton Garden Inn off Central Expressway in Allen. Experience over 40 local businesses, sample family-owned restaurants, wine tasting, network during happy hour with local live music. Even showcase your business on OBBM Radio. And that's not all. 
Discover what the experts are doing to dominate the marketplace when you attend the Expand Speaker Series and learn from four local business celebrities that want you to succeed. Vendor space is now available. Act now to set up under $200. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is free to the public, but you must register to enjoy all the fabulous freebies and opportunities that await you inside. Expanse Entrepreneur Trade Show and Expo is happening September 28th. Register now on eventbrite.com. All right, we're back with Robert Lassiter, IND supervisor with the trade group, 18 years experience, sharing some tips uh, on how to make your trade show install go easier. So having done this for so long, Robert, I know uh, you and I were talking a few days ago, just some generic things that people can do. They're really easy, you know, whether they're preparing uh, to go to a show tips that they can do in order to make life a little easier once they get there. Yes. Yeah. There's always, there's definitely things that people can do to make their job, make the installation smoother for them on site, make the dismantle smoother. Um, My number one, obviously choice for any customers, hopefully to hire myself or hire a supervisor from the trade group that will obviously make their job a lot more smoother in the long run when they show up the booth is built correctly on time. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is do their thing for their salesman, for their pitch, for whatever item, product, whatever they're selling. So naturally, hiring a, a, the IND supervisor is always the easiest way to go for a customer. Right. But sometimes that doesn't happen. So we uh, we have some tips and stuff for other people. You can always know your booth, mm-hmm. knowing the uh, which parts you're going to need first, where they need to go, Naturally, you want to start with your, you know, there's always an order to everything. Um, if you have any internet cables that need to be laid down on underneath the carpet before carpet is laid, you make sure you take care of that first. Um, and always to this, you know, the little things as well. Um, for example, just from our end of packing the exhibit before it even goes to the show. Mm-hmm. You always want to make sure it's packed in a proper manner. And that's what I do here when I'm not traveling sometimes is I'll work with our crews in the warehouse and kind of give tips and ideas of things where they need to pack up stuff. For example, the uh, show here recently, the guys in the back, they do a great job and I love everything they do for me. But occasionally there's, you know, occasionally things are not as they could be or should be. The client had a bunch of T-shirts, boxes of T-shirts, pallets, like three or four pallets that we consolidated into one large skid and... You know, it was wrapped up. Everything's good to go. Send it to the show with the booth. And so I'm on site and I'm packing everything from the booth and I can't find a particular light box. Well, it turned out that that particular light box was packed with all the T-shirts. Ah. So it's kind of puzzling every now and then. And it's a learning curve for some of my guys to make sure to try to keep the booth assets packed with the booth assets and customer assets kind of separate. When it was a large skid, you know, it's even labeled client assets. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think that there's going to be a light box inside there. Right. So it's kind of, you know, it takes a little bit of a scramble, not much of a delay in time. And actually, it was just pretty much a phone call back to the trade group saying, hey, guys, I'm missing this particular light box. Can you double check for it or do you remember where you packed it? Mm-hmm. Then, of course, to get a hold of the gentleman who helped pack the booth, they've told me a lot of da. He found it or packed it with the uh, client T-shirts. Okay, great. So then, you know, you move on from there. But it's the certain little tips and tricks right there. If you pack down your booth with the right items, it keeps your team on the road from having to hunt it down. 
a simple hardware box. Right. The bolts that hold the thing together, pack that where it's easy to find. Don't pack it in like a small, weird little box that goes down to the bottom of the crate. And obviously it's going to be one of the last boxes you'll pull out. And you've got guys standing around waiting for these nuts and bolts to actually put some of the booth together. Right. So if that's found immediately, if it's packed on the top, if it's labeled correctly, hardware box, that kind of thing helps out everything, on the, especially on the larger exhibits. So it sounds like a lot of what you're talking about is just being organized Correct. and having a system. So would you say that that's a, a big part of it? Yes, definitely. So um, I always, it's a very strong uh, belief of mine as being in the organization things. I always am constantly keeping track of where the items are when they come out of the crates, keeping the area clean and neat, keeping the debris out of the booth. Because a lot of times the trash and stuff can pile up if you're not keeping that clear. And then you can't find that particular spanner or little item or just a little glass shield. It can be anything that kind of gets hidden behind some debris or cardboard if you don't mm -hmm. keep that picked up. Right. Trusted roofing and renovation experts. Bacon Roofing for all your interior and exterior renovations throughout DFW. BaconRoofing.com. Call 972-772-1999 today. And you mentioned knowing your booth. I think knowing your booth inside and out, how it goes up, the tools that you need to put it together. If you need a special type of, you know, hex key or a special mm -hmm. tool, make sure that you have that. You've mentioned keys. Yes. Um, having multiple sets of keys. Yeah, you can always, like I said, you, having the keys for the doors. Um, another little pet peeve of mine for a tip for any customer on any size booth is you see, you know, we actually, to get your crates back or you send them away at the show to the empty salvage area. Mm -hmm. um, that's a natural thing for the shows. Everybody does it. You have to, you know, you can't keep all your crates and stuff with you where they're easy to get after the end of the show, but you'll, they have these empty stickers that you have to place on the crates. I learned a long, long time ago from a good friend of mine that basically what you got to do is you've got to, don't use a ballpoint pen for this sticker. Always use a marker. Always use a bright color if you can. Make your number, booth number, stand out on that label. You have to remember that a lot of these forklift operators, God bless them, they're good people, but sometimes that forklift becomes an extension of their body and they will not get off a forklift they don't find a label they don't bring your crate hmm. if they don't can't read the label it gets misdelivered and then the next thing you know you're waiting around five six hours after a show for a crate to be returned because it wasn't labeled correctly to begin with when it left to go out to the empty salvage hmm. yeah that's a really good tip another thing you mentioned too before you even put down the carpet you know laying out the electrical whether that's your team or uh, you have to have another team do it but also making sure that what you ordered is what's there. Like if you ordered internet or a certain number of drops for the power. Yes, correct. You've got to always know what you need, uh, what you had ordered or what was being delivered to the booth space to get yourself going. Um, yeah, it always depends on your internet lines. I always try to encourage most of the other supervisors, myself, and any just clients that when they show up on site, they need to know, find where the service desk is. Mm -hmm. Get yourself acclimated to the surroundings, know what you need to know, because sometimes the electrical service desk may be in a different spot from the decorator service desk. Mm. So you have to, you know, you have to find those things out because the decorator won't help you when it comes to electricity in a lot of the venues or a lot of shows. And so you have to find that particular union or la uh, labor team to help you with electricity. Same for Internet. 
Smart City and some of these other companies that handle it in one show, they'll have a separate desk. They'll even have phone numbers. So you try to get all of that information so that you, when you're hunting down what you need to make sure is that your booth space is there, it's there. So I always try to recommend to find out where you need to be, get your information, know who to know on the show floor, uh, from show management to the decorator manager to, like I said, the internet manager to like any electricians so that you can find out what you need to find in a timely manner. Right, because I know, like I said, you know, the show's going to start on a certain day and a certain time, whether you're ready or not. So sometimes in a pinch, knowing where to run in those last few minutes really makes a difference. What makes a trade show event an experience people remember? Attendees show up for the attractor factor, and if you don't have it, they'll walk away and forget you were there. Work with the experienced team of professionals at the trade group to maximize your marketing dollar in creative, impressive ways that keep them coming back for more. The trade group offers a full range of products and services that meet new budgets with TLC and give experienced exhibitors polish that pays off time and time again. Have an awesome event every time. Set up your consultation today at tradegroup.com. Experiential marketing delivers exceptional attendee participation rates and keeps you top of mind when it's time to buy. Stop by the Carrollton, Texas showroom and discover the possibilities. Trust the trade group, tradegroup.com, for events that draw a crowd. That's tradegroup.com. Something that you brought up, which I hadn't thought about before, is the power and I think that was real important because you have a booth and, you know, it's the same one from show to show. And you let's say there's electronics on it or your lights, what have you. And you go to a venue, you know, there's an easy place to plug in, but you go to a different venue, same booth, and they may not have the same access to power. And so really trying to understand where the power outlets lie and where you're going to source your power from from show to show, I thought was a really... Correct. Interesting. Yeah, the, uh, the power from, you know, you can have the same exhibit and use it four times a year, and all four times your power distribution is pretty much the same, but where that power comes from is always going to be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sometimes the facility will even have a ceiling drop to get your main power. You won't even be from a floor port that will drop a large cord down into, hopefully if you have a tower or a closet or someplace to hide this cord, would drop into your exhibit and they would create what's called a doghouse, which usually has like, it almost looks like a Snoopy type of doghouse, <laughs> but it has power outlets on the side of it and everything gets run to that. And then they'll run cords basically called the spider. Mm-hmm. The spider will run towards that closet area where that main drop is at. The next show, they were able to use a floor port and they wouldn't need a doghouse and they'll just run hot power from the floor to every spot that you designate on your floor plan. So it, it really does vary from show to show. We've had one time... Uh, it was last year, and you know, God bless the city of New Orleans and everything they've been through. The uh, the venue is getting old, mm-hmm. and we had a client there, and a large it was a uh, thirty by thirty booth space, and the power one of the power outlets after we plugged everything in and started running everything actually stopped working. It kept tripping the breaker, Uh-oh. and it turned out it was just an old breaker from the building. Mm-hmm. The building's getting old and stuff, and but the we were very, very fortunate that the power box under the flooring was a was right in close to the closet. It wasn't right at the closet, but it was close enough to it where we were able to make a, a cut in the carpet right by the door of the closet area 
We pulled back the flap. We were able to get into the port of the facility and we had a couple electricians come in and they actually changed out the entire breaker system right there at the booth space just oh, so wow. it would you know keep us from tripping but it took them you know naturally the city of new orleans it took about an hour or two show had started Thank and we had some tvs though out yeah. because they were still working on it but they stayed they worked on it and they got it you know only a couple hours of show delay the customer was very understanding you know it was one of those things that was out of our control it's mm -hmm. out of the customer's control right things happen and you know it was just an old power breaker that they had to actually replace and they got it replaced got it done and then we had no issues throughout the show awesome one of the bigger things i can say for a lot of especially in ind world on my side is you have to kind of remain calm you need to a lot of times a customer will come to you with a crazy request um, you could be, they need a particular flavor of Dr. Pepper. It could be, a, you know, anything down to, we need to get a whole new TV, you know, just because the TV they have is great, but you know what? They decided they wanted to do a larger TV. Mm -hmm. So you just have to remain calm and just, you know, agree with the customer kind of sometimes and just say, okay, let's find it. Let's find a way to make it work. And that's when you go around the corner and that's when you get on your phone sometimes and you go into panic mode when the customer can't see you do it. <laughs> Right, right. When we were talking uh, the other day, you mentioned the relationships that you have. And I think that's one thing very valuable uh, that you bring as a traveling supervisor to the show is knowing who to go to. You've worked with some of these people in the past and, um, you know, how they're able to help you maybe because you know them and you have a relationship as opposed to just yes. being a random person on the show floor. Yeah, correct. That is true. I mean, yes, naturally being 18 years of doing this that I have made a few friends and know a lot of people out there in some of these worlds uh, that you know, can help me out from time to time. And, you know, even from our labor companies uh, all across the United States, certain cities, I know a lot of these guys and they are good people and they'll help me no matter what there are. You know, we all know this is a very competitive business mm -hmm. um, and there's sometimes labor companies that you know, we use different labor IND companies to help us with our things from city to city. And if I'm in a particular city and unfortunately, sometimes we, we didn't hire this particular crew to help us out at this job on this time, I can still go up to any of those guys and ask them for a favor or help or an idea or thoughts. And they can even recommend places and stuff to go. And if I'm, if I'm looking for graphics and stuff. Mm -hmm. so we're all, everybody's in it together and everybody kind of understands, um, what it takes to get the job done and they don't want to see anybody fail. I don't want to see them fail and I would do the same for them. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear kind of the, your own community. These are all wonderful tips, Robert. Thank you so much for joining us today. That's it for uh, Stephanie and Robert today on Tricks of the Trade. Now you're ready for a successful trade show or event. You've been listening to Tricks of the Trade with Stephanie Chavez on OBBM Network Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and popular directories. Download the Offbeat Business app to get all Tricks of the Trade podcasts right in the palm of your hand. Each Thursday at 6 p.m. and Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, discover how to have a successful event every time on Tricks of the Trade.